Women's World Cup underway, and we talked with Jade Kovacevic, one of the most prolific goal scorers in London's history in soccer, and a former national team member, about what it's going to take, not just for Canada to do well, uh, what it's going to take all of us to watch matches live, stay up late, get up early, stay up late again, and somehow work a job in between? Yeah, it's just going to be a lot of coffee, um, a lot of watching and tuning in for sure. I've already tuned into two of the games today, um, New Zealand and Norway and Australia and Ireland, and they were filled with excitement, um, very close performances. And I know Canada plays today, so um, it's going to be a very, very busy month trying to keep up with everything, but I'm excited. Yeah. It's funny. Well, the Canada side is going to be very interested in Australia and Ireland because those are the other two teams that Canada has to play. Australia wins yeah. it on a penalty kick. What did you see there? Did you see both of those sides looking like stiff competition or do you look and say, okay, you know, uh, they, they, you know, they, they played each other pretty close. What do you see? Yeah. I mean, um, from, I mean, from Australia's perspective, they are in on their home turf, right? So they got a little bit of advantage and maybe a little bit of an underdog as well. Um, but in terms of Ireland, you know, they're, they're always been a strong side. Um, and as well, New Zealand and Norway, those are also top countries. Um, and that game had so many opportunities in front of goal. And um, they were lucky to sip away. Uh, New Zealand, in my opinion, won nothing because Norway did a great job uh, creating opportunities. They just couldn't capitalize. So um, I think Canada will have a, a very fun group stage um, because you can't ever underestimate your opponent. Yeah, that's just it. One of the things, Jade, that's been talked about is the fact that you know there has been a lot of off-field for Canada going into this. And Canada reigning Olympic champions, you would think, okay, who's going to be the favorite for the World Cup? Uh, how about the Olympic champions? How about we make them the favorite? But there's a lot of talk that maybe they haven't been able to go through the same type of preparation, the same number of friendlies, that sort of thing. How much does that matter when you're going into a big tournament? Oh, it's it's so key. And um, back when I was a part of the program, you know, having international friendlies kind of gets you not only riled up um, as a group and, and kind of gives you an understanding as to where we're at as a unit, things that we need to work on, key weakness points, and as well gives you a little taste of competition as well. Um, and not having that grasp before a World Cup, I'm sure the players are feeling a little bit unsettled you know, maybe a little bit of nerves are on higher end than they would be with a, prep, a couple of uh, potential prep matches. Um, and I know myself as well, uh, just getting to know where I'm at before I'm entering a tournament, just physically and mentally, those games are, you know, lock and loaders for that. So um, I think that the players, you know, they're, they might be a little bit thrown off their game and it is unfortunate that that had to happen for them. But I know that the girls team, they are full of studs. You know, we got Jesse Fleming in the middle of the pitch, who's taken on more of a role this year. And um, I, I don't doubt that these girls are going to step up to the occasion for sure. Yeah. Jade Kovacevic joining us. One of the top soccer players that London has ever produced, a former national team member. And now with J9 Training, you can check that out at j9training.com, helping to create the next amazing soccer players. The fact that Jesse Fleming is still, you know, rising as a star. Jade, it's wild. You look at some of the previews, you pick out ESPN's preview and key player 
Jesse Fleming. I mean, is that where we are with the national program? Christine Sinclair is on the team, but are we really seeing maybe the the passing of the torch here? I, I think it's a great time and it's a great opportunity. The fact that, you know, these players get an opportunity to play with Christine Sinclair and to be mentored by her, to have somebody like her to lean on with that experience is an as an opportunity in itself to have a mini mentor and somebody who will have, you know, a very big role within this team for who knows how long it's, it's totally in her control. Right. And Jesse Fleming is somebody who can control a game. Absolutely. Um, She is a dominant presence in the middle of the field and she also finds opportunities to score, which you don't always expect from your center mid. Um, But from, from my experience um, and watching her play, yeah, I definitely think that she's somebody who can carry that torch, carry that responsibility, wear that armband, and represent Canada at a phenomenal level. Jade, how difficult is it when you get into an international tournament like this to know your opponent? Because sometimes in those friendlies, you're still working out who's going to be where, who fits best in what spot, and you don't necessarily have a lot of video that you can say, yeah, this is the way that our opponent is going to play. How do you figure that out? How do you deal with that? That's a great question. I think um, you can only be so prepared, you know, and I do remember my time in the national program, they would spend a lot of time doing video analysis and, you know, being as prepared for the opponent as possible and understanding triggers for both defensive movements and offensive movements. And I, and I believe these girls are, you know, down deep in, in looking at games from not just this year, but previous seasons as well to, um, you know, what to expect from players. And, and sometimes you go as far as watching them in their own club environments as well, especially if you know you're going to be up against a really strong opponent, you know, on a one, one-on-one um, basis. So I, I know that uh, the amount of preparation that you need from a video analysis standpoint, you know, defensive points, offensive points, areas that we can capitalize on that the team might be weak on, that we're better on, they are going to be so prepared and and for sure going to be going through as much detail as they can um, especially ahead of today's game against Nigeria Canada takes on Nigeria first then Ireland then they will take on one of the hosts in Australia to finish out their group stage so should be fun Jade before we go what is it like transitioning from being the person putting balls into the net to teaching other people how to do that what's J9 training been like it's been insanely rewarding. Um, I I get to work with athletes, you know, boys and girls that are just passionate about the game. And I see a bit of myself in some of the students that I teach, which um, is, is hard to believe that that's my job. And uh, I get to impact, you know, youth in the game and not just on the field, but outside the field too. And um, it's a dream come true. It's so fun to get to work with, um, you know, players that are just absolutely in love with the game. They want to make work hard. They want to get better. And uh, just to be able to have, you know, a foot in that, um, I feel very lucky to be able to do that. Well, get some more coffee going because there are more matches <laughs> to come. Jade, thanks for the time yep. today. Okay, thanks, Mike. That is Jade Kovacevic, one of the top scores London has ever produced in the sport of soccer, former national team member.